This is the Ballroom State of Mind podcast, episode 79, Arrogance, Confidence, and Humility. Welcome to the Ballroom State of Mind podcast. I'm Amber Hader and I'm your host. I am an amateur ballroom dancer and I'm also a personal mindset coach. When I started dancing just a few years ago, I started to recognize pretty quickly the ways in which my head was getting in my way. And I could see it in the other dancers around me as well. So I determined pretty quickly that I gotta find a way to get these mindset tools that I use in my professional life into the hands of dancers so that they can improve faster, they can have more fun, less anxiety, and win more. We all wanna win a little bit more, not only in our dancing, but in life. The tools I share in this podcast are gonna help you do both. Thanks for being here. Welcome back, my friends. It's me, Amber Hader. I'm your host, and this is the Ballroom State of Mind podcast. I can't believe I have 79 episodes done. I'm pretty impressed with myself. Good job, self. I'm headed to holiday. I wasn't going to do the holiday dance classic, but I decided to do it at the last minute. I have a couple clients who I think I might run into there and I just can't help. <laughs> I, I have a problem, you guys. I have a problem and it's going to be the last one of the year for me, obviously, but I do want to take a big break at the beginning of next year. I have all new choreography I need to learn try to do some open routines and stuff. And so I want to take a big break from competing, but we'll see how long that lasts. And I got to replenish some funds, if you know what I mean. But today I wanted to talk about arrogance, confidence, and humility. And there's a couple of reasons for this. One is when I talk to my clients and we have our one-on-one -on -one sessions, it does come up from time to time when they express this kind of conundrum. It's like, how do you be confident and celebrate your success, but not get cocky. I don't want to be so confident that I'm cocky. Or how do I have strong self-belief and like believe in what I can do, but also stay humble? And as I've talked to my clients, especially about staying humble, the way that, that we tend to talk about it is like, I still want to feel bad about myself a little bit. And, and I just don't agree with that. And so I want to unpack this. The other thing... Um, that, that brought this to my mind was I was telling one of my boys, you know, my wrestler, the one wrestler who will size up his opponents and then immediately believe he's going to lose. I was talking to him about his mindset and how we want to go into a competition with the mindset that we are going to win. Like we can win. We are going to win. We are going to do everything that we can to win. And my other son who's 17 piped up and was like, yeah, but you don't want to like think too highly of yourself. And, and I just think it's so interesting because we have this tendency as, as a society that is like, we want to be confident, but like not too confident. And like, we don't want to like be seen as cocky or we don't want to think too highly of ourselves and we don't want to be too confident. And I just want to unpack this because I think we're holding ourselves back in a way because we haven't sifted through this in our mind. And so I want to help you sift through this in your mind because listen, every high level performer has to believe that they can do it. Every high-level athlete, high-level performer has to believe that they can get there. I, I do not believe for one second that there are these high-level athletes who are successful accidentally. I, I don't think the most successful 
performers are walking around telling themselves not to be too confident and be careful not to get your hopes up. And then they end up on a podium. I just don't think it's congruent, not in my mind. And again, I just want to say here for the record, like we don't all have to compete. We don't all have to care about winning. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying if you are competing and you are going into battle, I don't want you going into that battle one step down. I just don't think it's going to be useful to you. Okay. The results are going to take care of themselves. But when we're going in, we're not going to defeat ourselves ahead of time. Right. So I think a lot of us are uncomfortable with the idea of success because of how we think people will perceive us when we're successful. We might think, well, people might think that I'm better than them, or they might think that I'm arrogant or cocky if I think that I'm successful, if I think I can win. Or maybe it's not so much about what other people think, but we just don't wanna be the kind of person that thinks I'm better than someone else. Like, I don't wanna think that I'm one up. And we might even believe that when we reach a certain level of confidence that we will become arrogant. And I just, I really think this can be a problem. So let's iron this out. This is something that really could be holding you back. And, and where I'm getting this information, you might not totally agree with it, with these definitions and the way we talk about it, that's fine. But I just wanna offer it to you as a starting point. And I want you to sift through this on your own. And where I got a lot of this is from Craig Manning. He's one of the, um, he's a mental strength coach for BYU football and other sports. And um, I just get a lot of the stuff that I talk about actually has come from him over the years. And so he's definitely one I would look into, but um, I got this from him. So I want to give him credit, but here are the five areas. I don't even, I thought so long and hard <laughs> about what to call this and I could not figure it out. Okay. Cause they're not all confidence. And there's five of them. Um, another thing I thought about was calling them the near enemies of confidence. A near enemy of like an emotion is, or anything really is like, it seems like it's similar to that thing, but it's actually undermining of that thing. But not all five of these fit into that category either. Um, so anyways, there's five items <laughs> and here they are. Arrogance, cockiness, confidence, passiveness, and pessimism, okay? And I'm gonna go through all of these. And maybe if you have an idea of what I can call these, please email me, amber at amberhater.com, okay? Because I would love to have something really catchy to name these five things. But I'm gonna give you a high level view of these five. You, Like I said, you don't have to agree with these definitions or these breakdowns. The important part for you is that you sift through this in your mind and you find a way to live in integrity with who you want to be. Okay, I want you to feel good about where you land with these, but I also want you to give yourself the best shot that you can at living out your potential. So I don't want you to hold yourself back. Okay, so let's first talk about arrogance. Well, actually, let me list them in a different way. Arrogance is like saying, I'm good and you stink. Okay, I'm good, you suck. There's a comparison happening there. I'm one up, you're one down, okay? That's how I'm going to define arrogance here. Cockiness is sort of saying, I'm good, and I'm going to tell everyone about it. I'm going to make sure everybody knows. This is the way Craig Manning talks about it. And cockiness in this definition is not really comparison-based. I'm not comparing myself to anybody else per se. I'm just being really loud about how good I think I am, okay? <laughs> Confidence is right in the middle, and it's I'm good, period. Okay. 
and it's not comparison based and it's going to be actually kind of very factual. We've talked about confidence here before, but that's just, I'm good period. I'm not comparing myself to anyone else. I'm not one up. I'm not one down. I just have a really clear picture of what I'm capable of. Okay. Passiveness is like saying, I'm not very good. And again, this one's not really comparison based in our definitions here. Um, but it's also not very helpful for you, but we do, we can walk around thinking just like, I'm not very good. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that, but it lacks that comparison. And then the last one is pessimism and pessimism is I'm not good. You're great. Okay. So that's like the one up, one down. There is a comparison. You're one up. I'm one down. Okay. So as you can see, like at the top with arrogance, it's like us inflating ourselves. And then at the bottom, it's us deflating ourselves. Okay. Now I want to start with um, cockiness, I think, because cockiness, I just don't think it matters that much. I, I think it's bravado. You know, it's talking about yourself a lot. It's thinking that you're good, telling everybody about it, but I don't, there's not necessarily a comparison there. And I don't think it's harmful. I mean, people aren't going to like you if you talk this way. And if you go around doing this, it's just not very likable, but it's not necessarily a problem. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really want to spend a lot of time on that. And I also don't want to spend a lot of time on passiveness because passiveness, which is I'm not very good. I think it's pretty clear that we don't want to walk around just thinking poorly of ourselves. If you're walking around thinking poorly of yourself and point with all your subtractive thinking and pointing out how you're not good at something, you're not going to have confidence. Period. You can't talk negatively about yourself, walk around telling yourself you're no good and have confidence. The two things cannot exist simultaneously. So if you want confidence, you need to stop thinking about how terrible and what a loser you are. Just that's the end. Okay. Now, so then the three that I do want to focus on is arrogance, which was kind of at the top confidence. that's in the middle. And then what I'm Craig Manning and myself are calling pessimism which is at the bottom. Um, let's talk about pessimism. Pessimism is I stink and you're great. I'm one down, you're one up. And this is just as bad as arrogance in a way because there is this comparison happening and you're on the bottom. Um, you're gonna be more of a people pleaser, okay? And, and you might be doing this when you're with your other dance buddies, let's say, and you're at a competition or elsewhere, and you're telling them how great they are at something and how you're just not good at it. And I've seen this so many times outside of the dance world. I remember being at this church activity and everybody was doing a painting. It was one of those things where somebody, you know, like those wine and paint nights, it wasn't a wine and paint night because <laughs> there was no wine, but it was like, everybody was kind of painting the same picture. There was somebody leading the art class and they were kind of telling you what to do and everybody's painting was looking a little bit different but I was really noticing how the ladies around me were like oh my gosh to each other like oh my gosh you're just so good and I'm not and I'm not good at this and it was there was always this comparison happening some of them were being the um passive version where they were just like I'm just not good at this I'm not good at art I'm not good at painting but a lot of them were like oh my gosh yours is so good yours is so pretty and mine is bad so there's this, this like comparison happening, but we're also people pleasers. We're wanting other people to feel good about themselves, which isn't always bad. And, and actually these people can be very likable because they're not ever 
making you feel like you're one down. They're always putting themselves down below you. The problem with this pessimism view is there's, you're not going to garner any respect, to be honest. Okay. You're always putting yourselves down. You're not believing in yourselves. And there's really no chance of you performing at your best. Beating yourself up like this will not lead to high performance. This is not confidence. Okay. Putting yourself down below somebody else is not confidence, period. And I want you to know this is not humility. And I'm going to talk about humility a little bit more later, but to me, this is not humility. This, this might be how you've been defining humility is putting yourself down below other people. And I think when I even looked up the definition of humility in the Googles, it was like thinking lower of yourself. And I was like, no, <laughs> that is not the definition I'm going to give you. I do not agree with that. Okay. So that's some characteristics of the pessimism one. Now I want to go up to arrogance. I know I'm skipping around, but don't worry about it. Arrogance, which could also be perceived as like aggressiveness, is the I'm great, you stink. So I'm one up, you're one down. And this is the one that we're worried that we're becoming this or worried that we're doing this. But in arrogance, you are pushing people down to lift yourself up. You might hear talk like we're so much better, like with teams, it's like we're so much better than them. Like they suck. They're not good at this. They're not good at that. We're so much better. And we have to place ourselves, at least in our minds, above other people in order to feel confident, which by the way, is easy to do when those groups or those teams or those people are not as skilled as you, then what you're saying is the truth. Okay. But this won't last long-term because eventually you will face someone who's better than you and who's more skilled than you, whether that's an individual or a team. And when you're saying this to yourself, like we're so much better than them, you're trying to say that to yourself, trying to get yourself to believe that so that you can garner that confidence. But a little part of your brain knows that they are better than you and that it's a lie. And so that confidence is false. It's a false confidence. So in the long run, putting yourself above other people in this way will not work. People who are arrogant are not well-liked generally. And they might be respected actually. In pessimism, you're not really respected, but in arrogance, sometimes you are respected, but it's because of fear. It's like they're, you're respected because people might fear you because of the power and the control that you're trying to exert over other people, okay? So it doesn't stand the test of time. It's a false confidence. And, and actually with arrogance, there's, it's sort of a fixed mindset of like, I am who I am. I'm good. There's an inability or an unwillingness to learn because you have to believe you're better than everybody else already. So there's nothing for you to learn. And so we're not open to feedback and we don't really care about getting better, right? We don't care about getting better. We care about being better than others, but just because you're better than somebody else doesn't make you good. Let that land. Just because you're better than someone else does not mean you're good, okay? When you're being arrogant, an arrogant mindset, like I wouldn't put any of these, by the way, I wouldn't put any of these labels on yourself like that person is arrogant. I think we are arrogant at times. I think we are pessimistic at times. I think we're confident at times. And we live in these mindsets. We go in and out of these mindsets. And so I don't want you to ever label yourselves or other people with these terms. Um, 
but you will get into these mindsets. So when you're in an arrogant mindset, your goals might be around beating other people or one-upping other people. And like I said, or at least alluded to, is to have confidence, you have to have other people around you so that you can think that you're better than them, right? So this is laced with all that comparison. And like I said, your confidence comes from being better than others. Another thing about being arrogant is you will probably have blind spots. You're threatened more by others. And you're going to have blind sets because you're unwilling to look at where you might be deficient or why where you might have holes. Um, so again, that's part of that fixed mindset. We're not really trying to grow. Now, smack dab in the middle is confidence, which I would also refer to, and Craig Manning does, as an assertiveness. Okay. And it's an I'm good. It's an I, it's a certainty. It's a knowing. Okay. There's not a comparison happening. I'm not better or worse than anyone else. There's not a one up. There's a one down. If there's any comparison happening, it's me with my former self. This is a much more stable mindset because it doesn't have the comparison. Whenever you're in comparison, positive or negative, your view of yourself is dependent upon something outside of you. And that's unstable. But when your locus of control is with yourself, it's a much more stable mindset. Um, a confident mindset, like we've always talked about here, focuses more on tasks, focuses more on skill building, and you perform, you're trying to perform at a certain level. You're trying to perform at your best, okay? It's not about other people or what other people are doing. It's about you and your best performance. And so your energy is put into what I can do. And so your performance is going to go up. Now, you're not we're not all born assertive per se. It, it can be learned. It is learned. It is a skill. Okay. You learn to be a little bit more assertive and you respond intentionally. There's like more intentionality when you're confident and assertive. You're responding rather than being reactionary. There might be more stating of facts, like knowing what your accomplishments is. Like we can state those facts. Like I can state that I have been a champion at the Ohio Star Ball five times. And that is a fact. It's not positive or negative. It's not like arrogant or pessimistic or any of that. It has no meaning when it's just the fact. And I can say with confidence, I've done that five times. So a confident person will be more likely to be working from facts to establish their certainty about themselves. Okay. A confident person does try to learn. They do try to get better. And we do know that we have more to learn. We have a really clear view of ourselves. Okay, we're not overly beating ourselves up. We're not overly focusing on the negative. We do know we have things to work on and we're teachable and coachable and we want to work on those things. So it's more about having a high performance and like, where am I on my performance scale? And so we're constantly getting better and it's not in reference to anyone else. Last thing that I want to have you figure out for yourself is humility. Generally, when I talk to people, humility seems to be about making myself smaller or putting myself down or just, just having just enough dislike of myself that I'm more tolerable to be around, <laughs> okay? And I don't want you to think about humility that way. I don't like that. I, I want humility to be about giving credit where credit is due. Humility is about understanding your strengths and understanding your weaknesses. 
We're not going to overestimate our contributions to the team. We're going to be open to feedback. We're open to change. And we will encourage others. Other people are not a threat to you. And so you can encourage others. You can celebrate their achievements because you can give them credit when credit is due to them. And you can give yourself credit when credit is due to, for you. Humility is not, I suck. Just even if it's just a little bit, okay? It's not wanting to feel bad about yourself and putting yourself one down. I think confidence does contain humility, but the way that you have defined humility probably in recent history is not congruent with having confidence. Because if you're feeling bad about yourself and you want to feel bad about yourself, you want to put yourself down to keep yourself humble, it's going to erode some of your confidence. It's going to erode some of your capabilities. You can't want to feel good about yourself and what you can do while also insisting that you need to feel bad about yourself to keep yourself humble. I just think those two things are incongruent. That is what I have for you today. Again, you don't have to agree with my definitions or Craig Manning's definitions, but I want you to sort through this in your mind because where I think the healthiest place for you to land is smack dab in the middle with confidence. It's you having a clear view of yourself, feeling positive about yourself. Okay. It's having a clear view of others, feeling positive and giving credit to others when it's due to them. You should be able to celebrate your own achievements. You should be able to celebrate other people's achievements. You want to feel good about yourself. You want to feel confident and you don't have to put yourself down and you don't have to put yourself above other people either. No comparison is necessary, but sort through these terms, sort through arrogant, cocky, confident, what we're calling passiveness and pessimism. Sort through them, figure out how you can think about this, how you can approach this that gives you the best shot at being the best dancer, person, human being that you can be while still living in alignment with the person that you want to be in relation to other people. Okay. I love you guys. I'll see you at holiday if you're going to be there. Uh, otherwise, I'll just catch you next time. Love you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. Do you have a mindset coach yet? If you don't, you should really think about it because all of the best dancers, all of the best athletes, they have coaches. And it's not because they're weak. It's because they're smart. And they know that if they have gaps that they need to fill, they got to hire the right people to fill those gaps so that they can fulfill their potential, become the dancer that they always dreamed that they would be. All right. So it's super easy to find out if private coaching is for you. You just get on a dance strategy call with me. It's free. It's simple. It's not very long. And I'll give you some strategies right away that you can apply right away. And then if we want to work together beyond that, we can discuss it. But other than that, it's a super simple process. I'll leave information in the show notes about how to make that happen. So thanks for being here today.